I'm Kara, and welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. I believe that all of us possess unique gifts and talents that allow us to serve the world and our own growth in the highest possible way. Our lives are an expression of our thoughts, beliefs, and actions. And here, we will explore businesses, thought leaders, and topics designed to inspire, helping propel your own growth so you can live your best and most purposeful life. Welcome to Soul Inspiring Business. In today's episode, we go really deep on the healing journey with my new friend, Marty Reinhardt. Do you ever meet one of those people and you think, wow, we're talking the same language? Well, that's what it was like when Marty and I met at a conference. And you'll find out the funny story of exactly how we met in the episode, but It's just so funny and why I believe in divine timing and how you're just meant to meet the right people at the right time. So Marty is a real estate agent who passionately serves his clients in the greater Chicago area. And where Marty and I found real alignment is that we're both really passionate about our own healing paths and the intersection between healing, energy, and business. Because we are multidimensional beings living out a human experience and Whether you're a solopreneur, business owner, or working on a corporate level, your life's work has the potential to carry even more impact when you show up as the healed version of yourself in your business. So we go deep on Marty's personal path to healing, things that you can do to bring more healing into your life, and our truest desire, which is to really share more of this type of content and energy in the world so that you too, can feel the benefits from working in this way. It's a fun episode I'm excited to share, and it all starts now. Welcome back to the Soul Inspiring Business Podcast. Today, we are joined by Marty Reinhardt. Um, I am so excited to have you here today. Hi, Marty. Hello. (laughs) So for our listeners, I want to give a little bit of setting the stage for how Marty and I met. Right. So we um, recently attended a conference and I was talking to what uh, the first day of the conference, I'd met somebody new. They had just um, gotten off the stage from speaking and we're talking and we ended up talking about the podcast and, you know, what soul inspiring business means and how do you bring energy into your business? And they were like, oh, my gosh, Kara, you have got to meet our friend. His name is Marty Reinhardt. And you all would get along great. Like you're speaking, you're speaking his language and uh, he speaks yours, right? So I was like, oh yeah, I'd love to meet this character. (laughs) So then fast forward, we end up going to a big event um, that night and I walk in and the first person that I see and like kind of almost bump into, I was like, oh, hi, you know, my name's Kara. He's like, oh, my name's Marty. I was like, wait a minute. It's your last name, Reinhardt. <laughs> I was like, I was told I needed to meet you. So anyway, that's kind of like how this all evolved. And then, of course, we started talking and I was like, yes, we are speaking each other's language. So I was really excited when you agreed to be part of the show and go into this soul conversation, which we don't always get to have in business. So um, so welcome to the show and thank you for being here. I'm curious what your side of that story is. <laughs> so, um, You're like, who is this random girl that's saying I was supposed to meet you? 
<laughs> no, it was um, my side of the story is um, I was just exactly where I was supposed to be at the exact time. And, um, you know, frequencies, they pick up on one another. So um, we were supposed to meet. And um, I don't know why I was in. That was like the foyer. Like I, that was like, I don't know why I went back there after being in like the big party ballroom, like extraordinary. Like it was so dope. It was like neon party. Everyone was dressed yeah. in um, like aliens and pink wigs and neon <laughs> everything. It was so it was so incredible. Um, but um, I stepped out of there for a minute and um, just, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing ever. I'm just going wherever the flow pulls me. And then uh, you show up and you're like, somebody just told me I had to meet you. I'm like, yo, then we were supposed to meet. But when I met you um, right away, I was drawn to your energy, your uh, charisma and um, just your vibe. Uh, you put out some very beautiful and um, intentional vibes and uh, people pick up on them. So thank you for being so inspiring yourself and we're bumping no. into me almost. <laughs> right. Well, we were meant to meet then and we're meant to be together now having this conversation. So um, I agree everything. There's no accidents. Um, and so anyway, so thank you for being here. And we're just going to jump right in. So, you know, we were we started off talking a little bit offline about how, you know, a lot of times we're we're both in real estate. Right. And so we often are talking a lot about business building and the mechanics of business. But a lot of times what's missing for the from that conversation, and I think what you and I connected on so much is the soul level, the soul that we're bringing into, the energy that we bring into the business, because really that is everything, right? So I'm curious what soul-inspiring business means to you and how that you know, how that has evolved for you in your own business and life. So soul inspiring means to me, um, we're all on, uh, we're all on our own respective healing journeys and three things that healing is, is it's nonlinear. It's, um, a never ending. So it's always begun and it's always going to be whether you're identifying with it or not. And, um, it's to each our own. So, um, what healing has done for me once I identified with being on a healing journey and started um, healing uh, with intention and um, letting go of a lot of the, you know, emotional blockages that are weighing, you know, us down and uh, working through them instead of running away from them. That's when I started to actually care to show up in this, in this world and, and, and care to have more intention and care to inspire others um, because the world that I look at when I look out of my house and, you know, the, look at the things that my daughters are unaware of in today's world. Um, like, I'm not happy about a lot of it. And the intention and my why um, is to align with the people that I must on my journey uh, that are going to um, bring forth healing to the world with me and all of us and uh, inspire everyone to be better so that when my daughters are of our age, you know, they'll belong to a world that is, um, that is, um, that is worthy of their super talents and their brilliance because um, things need to change. And what healing has done to me um, and, and, you know, when you say soul, it's like, okay, cool. Healing your soul makes you better at literally everything because you're actually going to care more and you're going to have less things in your way to clog your vision. So it's the most powerful thing anyone can do is heal their soul if they want to be a good entrepreneur, a good painter, a good singer, like whatever, it doesn't matter. So, um, yeah, it's missing in our, in, 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 in the corporate world. And when I bring like healing to the intention of my, uh, co-creators at Main Street organization of realtors, I'm part of the YPN. 
when I say yo guys, they're like, what is um, what is the intangible? What is the thing you're getting from the you, you know the, the what what you're going to do um, on your you know Marty Reinhardt healing the world tour, right? And I'm like, yo, it's called healing. And they go, you mean mindset? I'm like, so so much bigger than that. Mindset's a part of it, but when you are healing your soul, it's it's an embodiment that is all of you. It's your mind. It's your body. It's your soul. So super cool. And yeah. uh, I'm happy to be here. And um, yeah. yeah, thank you for asking. No, yeah. So, and I'm curious because, you know, most of us that have been on this, in this healing work, because I, I do think it's like we're in business, but really we're all healers. We all have the potential to heal others with our words, with our intentions, our actions, each moment in whatever we're doing, right? Whether we're at the coffee shop or whether we're working with a client or there's always healing that's happening and, and has the potential potentiality to happen in that moment. Um, so I'm curious for, for most people that I've met and even for myself, there's kind of a, a backstory as to how we've gotten on this journey to begin with, right? Um, so I'm curious for you, what can you take us through kind of how you've opened up to this level of understanding or kind of embracing this healing journey in life and business? Yeah. Absolutely. So um, I was somebody who, um, you know, always ran away from my demons, the shadow, uh, my darkness, uh, like the things that I didn't want to look at, my trauma, um, just things. I didn't want to look at myself, you know? Um, so what I did for a long time was I um, distracted myself with um, alcohol, drugs, um, going out and just doing stuff just to do stuff. I didn't really have ambitions. I didn't have goals. I had no self-worth. Um, and um, my daughter, Madeline, um, I, met, I met their mom. Um, well, I'm going to, you know, so I met their mom. But we were pregnant in three months. We had Madeline. Madeline taught me how to love. Um, she yeah. She's uh, eight years old. So she was born in um, uh, 2015. And um, when, you know, when you have, when you have a kid, your, your, your perspective shifts a little bit. And then in 2016, uh, Max, my son came to us and he went to heaven at childbirth. So um, for about three years, I tricked myself into believing because we have human brains and, you know, we um, are egos and we want to say, poor me, you know, uh, but um, I, try, I tried to repress Max like I, I did everything else and run away from him and uh, not have to deal with him. But I couldn't do that. Um, he was very present and powerful and um, he kicked my ass like, yo, dad, you are cool, but you're not that cool. I'm not going down there in the basement cellar with everything else that you don't want to deal with and have the door slammed on right behind me. But, um, mm -hmm. he, um, after, uh, about th two years of cognitive behavioral therapy, um, I stumbled upon, uh, regenerating images and memory, um, which is a subconscious reprogramming modality that gets rid of trauma is very powerful. Mm -hmm. And, uh, when I went down there, it was like. I was, I was, it was bad. I was at one of the lowest points I've ever been in my entire life. And, um, it was perfect because, um, when I got there, um, it like just exposed me to healing and, um, I did some insanely powerful healing. I came back a completely different person. And, uh, you know, so, um, when I went there uh, with this work, it's almost like when you're having a cognitive conversation, uh, when you're um, conscious, you can avoid whatever you want and you don't have to go places, but when you are doing, 
this type of work. It's very meditative and it's in a state where you're less than conscious and you're almost like watching a movie fold out in front of you, like, like with closed eyes. You're just watching things happen mm -hmm. and witnessing it. And um, it's a very beautiful process. But when I learned about it, I called uh, the girl's mom, my wife at the time, and I said, I, I, I'm coming home. I am, I am so afraid of this work because I'm not going to be able to avoid my son anymore. And I don't know if I'm ready mm -hmm. to do the healing I need to do. The next day, she said, if you come home, we're getting divorced <laughs> like that. She said, fuck, fuck off, leave me alone. <laughs> so I was at a low, very low. And um, it was beautiful because the next day I went into um, this, you know, the training at Michael Klein's house, very intimate. There was like nine other people there. And every morning we do a check-in circle to see how everyone's doing. And when the piece came to me to share, I just, I couldn't share words, just tears just flooded my eyes. And uh, Michael said, close your eyes. And I closed my eyes and the work we did, um, it brought, brought my grandma back to me. Um, she died when I was 18 years old and um, she was dead and did not exist and did not belong to me for 13 years. And the 45 wow. minutes of work that we did in Michael's living room brought my grandma back to me. Her and I had a conversation that I've been meaning to have with her for 13 years, but never knew that I could. And freed me of so much negative, hindering, like just energy that consumed my entire being from head to toe. It was so heavy and black and murky. And uh, what's beautiful about healing your soul and getting rid of trauma and the weight that belongs to it is you open up pieces of your space, of your soul, of your being um, that will thereafter be available to let in more light and love and freedom. So mm. um, it's very powerful work. And uh, after five sessions, I, like, I, it, but it's like, it's like, okay, cool. So when you're also conscious, you think you know what you need to heal from. And had I thought that I was supposed to start my healing with my son on that session, because that's what I was crying about. Mm -hmm. My grandma wouldn't have came to me organically and been there as a resource for me to do the healing with my son with. So it's very, very um, amazing work. And um, I'm so glad I found Dr. Deborah Sandella, Michael Klein, um, and all of my RIM friends and family. Um, because um, And what's the work? What, what is the process that it that you work so through? So are you familiar with EMDR by chance? No, not EMDR really, is no. a rapid eye movement therapy. You know how they like get the little thing and they dangle it in front of your space and say you're becoming sleepy? What that, oh, eye, yeah. what that rapid eye movement does is it shuts off the left side of the brain, which is the critical thinker, is the overanalyzer, is the mathematician. And um, it distracts that and allows you to go into the right side of the brain, which is the imagination, the subconscious mind, and your artistic side. So we turn off the having to critical think and we go into almost like dreamland that could bring you to, um, you know, the root causes of uh, trauma. Like, let's say it's a memory when... I, I use this analogy a lot. Um, like, let's say Jennifer was six and she was being abused by dad and uncle. And, um, you know, with this work, it's like, okay, cool. She's feeling this, this fear, this anxiety. It's like the first time you felt that was, you know, go there. A number just pops in your head and she says six. And we're like, Jenny, where are you? Where's six-year-old Jennifer? And she's tied up in the closet. Dad and uncle are doing coke and drinking beer and whatever else disgusting shit they were doing when they were not treating her like they should have. And mm -hmm. we look around the room and say, is there any, and, you know, and what's beautiful is your imagination. There's magic. We can make magic happen. So we look around the room. Is there anything that can um, free you of these 
uh, of, of this chair right now so you can get out and she's looking around and the mushroom from like Mario Brothers comes out and she touches it and turns into a giant and the house falls like 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 as she you know Alice in Wonderland like the, the house just like yeah. kind of falls apart while she it turns into a giant and now she's looking at dad and uncle as a giant and uh then it's like okay what do you want to do now hmm. and sometimes the giant wants to step on dad and uncle and kill them so that they can never harm anyone again and sometimes they just want to go be a giant and do giant shit, like go dance or something on a rainbow i don't know <laughs> but, uh, it's, uh, it's a very beautiful um process of healing and what this does is it tricks the brain to create a new neurotransmitter from that root evil that, that triggers trauma and, and brings it to a space that is loving and kind and you have power over. And now this does not have power over you anymore. And it's a light switch. So mm. um, I had um, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a friend of mine who we did uh, one session and it got rid of 51 years of separation anxiety overnight. Wow. Wow. Super so, powerful. And then, of course, once the work is complete, um, there is a anchoring in process and, and you know, making sure that um, this person, this uh, practitioner is aware that everything that's been expressed and received is now anchored into their emotional um, memory and belongs to them, you know. And mm. then when you ask them to close their eyes, usually a few, few tears come out and they smile and they go like, oh, my God, I feel free or I feel so good. Thank you for, you know um inviting me to to join you on this and i'm like sitting there like yo thank you for letting me be there for that that was amazing healing yeah <laughs> so yeah it's, it's very fun for me that's the interesting thing i think too about energy work and is that it's healing for both parties right because you experience the healing as the person's being healed right so it's pretty Healing, um, healing, yes, yeah. healing others and bringing light into their their souls and you know more light into our our world because it's like anything it creates a ripple because they're now feeling free and light and they inspire others around them which is going to you know get the mission done at the end of the day but um it's um it's a lot of fun and um yes it's very fulfilling because it um it it you know it's it's what i enjoy doing most is supporting others on their their missions and their journeys mm -hmm. so no, oh, that's, that's really beautiful. And thank you for sharing. Um, and so do you have a, does, do you have conversations with Max now to, cause it's beautiful to share about your little boy. So um, how so, does he kind of inspire you and work with Madeline. you now? That's, that's my eight year old. And when she was about uh, that size, um, she'd be playing with Max every day. And I'd sit on the couch and she'd be like, dad, you sat on Max. Dad, you're uh, Max. I'm like, yo, I didn't sit on him. He doesn't got a body, yo. Like, yo, if he did, he'd probably be hurt right now. <laughs> like, looking around. And then this little one, she's um, she's three years old now. Um, I have a, I have a huge, like, it's beautiful. I have a huge tapestry, like, mural of an alien, um, on my on my wall above my bed, and that's Max. And he watches us as mm. we sleep every night. But um, this one talks to her brother every day as well. So. Um, it's very beautiful. And um, every time I see the 444, it's uh, mm -hmm. my son saying hello to me from heaven. And I see it all the time. Uh, I love uh, that. There's, you know, I think the interesting thing, too, is that we, I think it's important to have that understanding that we're never alone, right? We're always, if we're open to seeing it and and receiving it, there is so much power and 
helpers available, angels, however you want to see it, but available to us in every moment. Um, and I think on the business side too, right? Just to take it to business, like thinking of it from that perspective too, like they want you to succeed. They want you to um, expand into higher versions of yourself. And so when we can learn that we're never alone, we always have the availability to ask for help and receive it. But it starts in the, it starts in the awareness that they're there and also then the asking and the being willingness to receive, right? Absolutely. So. Um, the reason the reason my grandma was was dead for um, you know thirteen years and didn't belong and didn't exist, and my son for like two or three, is because I was not um, allowing them to be with me, and I was not allowing them to be uh, present um, because I chose their non-existence over the alter over what I am choosing today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and how do you, what is like, cause I know, um, I mean, you are in real estate, so we've got the healing journey with us, right. But you also are a practicing real estate, you know, um, team leader and, you know, what does that look like for you practically in each day? Like, how do you maintain that level of awareness or do you have any centering practices that you do? daily or throughout the day to, you know, yeah. keep that awareness uh, so, alive. So um, I do, I'm, I'm, I'm an avid, avid uh, uh, reader, uh, journaler, meditate, I sing, I dance, like I, I, I tap into different creative aspects of myself all the time and always. And what that does is it allows me to receive um, ideas, uh, you know, like nothing that we uh, create is original, like we're, 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 we're receiving this inspiration from somewhere. And when I'm singing and when I'm dancing and with my daughters and when I'm journaling and when I'm painting and doing all the, you know, weird crap Marty does, um, I receive, I receive beautiful intentions for like uh, masterminds um, for, I, I see the future very vividly um, when I meditate and when I um, look into the future. Um, and I, I tell people um, I'm a time traveler, I'm an artist and I'm a healer, right? I'm not a realtor. Um, but I mm -hmm. do sell homes and I'm in love with the industry and I'm going to, uh, with the uh, help of our beautiful company, uh, create the catalyst that's going to set me free financially so that I can manifest the healing and the art and the music from a place of absolute freedom. Hmm. So it's, um, I love real estate. It's a lucrative business and the practices that keep me aligned is just keeping my mind, my soul, my body aligned, like in the gym, um, uh, I play a lot of chess online. I play with Jason Cassidy sometimes. Like, do he's, you? Uh, he's, the best, he's the best. He's the best realtor I've ever played, and um, I played quite a few <laughs> from across the country. Um, but um, it's like it's like Jason. We're back and forth. Either he'll beat me or I'll beat him. It's not just one way or the other. And um, mm -hmm. I play three games of chess just about every morning before I go onto my computer, just to make sure my mind is sharp. And like, I want to win three games in a row. And um, <laughs> most times I do. Sometimes I do not. But um, uh, yeah, I do. I, it's, I don't know. That's something I do. And then, um, just the gym, um, eating clean, uh, making sure I'm getting sleep, like the basics, like a lot of people don't take the time to really put thought into the basics and the basics are, you know, the foundation, uh, that's going to propel forward, like all of the, everything, like being more intentional and having better systems and, uh, treating people better because now you're, um, treating yourself more kind and you're now, um, 
not as impatient as you used to be because you know it's i don't know what it is but i feel like the more you take care of yourself uh the more you are able to show up and you know take care of business so that's uh something yeah. my team and I, I kind of do is we make sure that we're um taking care of ourselves our emotions our bodies our minds and our souls yeah so. i love that and well and for your um which i think is great and so aligned is your name on screen is party marty so i love it um not taking life too seriously and you know and I, and i love that idea that you shared about you know being inspiration comes in so many ways and so and i think you're right sometimes just being out like for me it's being in nature and like literally just going on walks and kind of allowing my, that's where I get ideas. And, you know, and sometimes I think when we talk to a lot of people in our industry, it's like hustle, scripts, you know, all this. And, you know, I, I think, like you shared, it's being in life, right? It's, it's experiencing and loving the life that you're in, that the dancing, the making time for play, really, that I think can allow, and sometimes asking, having an intention that, hey, I receive inspiration in all that I do, right? And so then in all that you do, you're in a state of receiving, whether that's playing chess or whether that's dancing with your girls or whatever it is, right? Absolutely. It's like not a normal business advice, but I think it's really practically one of the best things that you can do is be in the beat of life and then being open to receiving. And more importantly, then knowing when the guidance comes in and being able to take action on that. Right. So Absolutely. how do you kind of discern that for yourself? I'm curious, like when you get the inspired idea, like what's your, what's your practice or what does that look like for you? Um, so I have many journals. I have journals for my songs. I have journals for my poetry. I have journals for work. I have a huge whiteboard that takes up my entire wall that me and my girls attack often. And um, <laughs> I meditate a lot. I listen to music. I sing. I just sang a bunch of karaoke with uh, people over in uh, um, L or, um, San Diego. So um, I'm, I, I just do whatever. Um, and um, when the inspiration or the flow of like, um, whatever comes, I don't interrupt it. I just let it be. So, um, you know, sometimes I won't, you know, create a certain kind of content for a while. And then the next thing you know, is I'm inspired to make a bunch of like videos or, um, you know, I'm inspired to write, or I'm inspired to take pictures and make them look like something completely different on Canva. Um, and you know, it's, it's like, I don't, I don't, um, so my work is very uh, um, organic and flowing. So when, when the inspiration comes or I'm feeling artsy, I don't, I don't question it. I just let it go and get after it, if you will. <laughs> I love that. Um, being in the beat of life and allowing that to come through. Um, and because everybody has a different version of meditation, I'd be curious as to what that looks like for you. Do you have a particular song bowl or like, you know, because meditation can look so different. And I think people get intimidated by that because they're like, oh, I can't meditate. I can't, you know, and so then they don't. So uh, what is that like for you practically? Or how do you get into that space? 
So um, I had so many different ways. I mean, um, yoga uh, in itself is a meditation. I, I usually, um, before I start um, like closing my eyes and focusing my attention on my breath, if I'm going to, you know, meditate the, you know, old fashioned way, if you will, with closed eyes and, you know, um, I put my palms up to receive always. I'm always open to receive. Uh, sometimes, you know, people, when they want to keep things kind of in where they position their palms um, a different way and keep um, themselves in their journeys inward. Um, so I'm always open to receive whatever, whatever comes, but um, it's either sensing my body or focusing on my breath or um, imagining um, this weird thing of like my hand positioning and fire coming out of my hands and my third eye and all of them connecting in a triangle. Like I do a bunch of weird different um, techniques and, you know, I just kind of do whichever one just comes um, when I, when I, when I, when I have my focus is, Hey, I'm going to meditate, which one feels most correct right now. And that's kind of what I trust as far as the um, modality, but driving without music, like just driving and being in silence is a good thing. Being in nature is an amazing form of meditation. Um, and then uh, when I'm at like a music festival and the vibes are just so beautiful and loving and everyone's there to smile and, you know, vibe together um, and I start dancing, I do get lost. And that is the highest form of meditation I think I ever have. Like when I'm dancing, my I'm just things are just like I'm just like, holy shit, like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all different. Yeah. And I think that's the idea, like you said, it's meditate. The whole point of meditation, right, is to quiet the mind and to embrace the act, the moment, right, the present mm -hmm. moment, and to kind of lose yourself in that. To quote Eminem, <laughs> but yes, you know, um, <laughs> surrender, throw it all away. <laughs> that's right. Um, and so, you know, I love that. It's it's not one thing. It's all the things that it could be many different things for different people, right? But it's like, how do you get to the highest part of yourself where you can let go of that mind um, and the voices that are constantly chirping at us, right? Well, I think the biggest thing about meditation, just like anything, is it's a practice. So. Um, the practice is to detach yourself from your thoughts and to detach yourself from even your body and your, 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 your being. I mean, it's, it's, you can go so many different ways with it. You can go outward where you expand your consciousness into outer space, or you can expand your consciousness downward into your being like to the deepest cellular levels. And, um, it's very, very beautiful. Um, but, um, I think uh, with, uh, anything is practice, like, like just give it practice. And when people are thinking they're doing it wrong, they're not. <laughs> that that's part of the practice is, 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 is disassociating yourself with your thoughts, like witness your thoughts when you're thinking, I'm doing this wrong. That's not your voice. Look at that and be like, okay, cool. I guess I'm doing it wrong or I'm not, but you know, that's the, those words, they're supposed to be there. And um, once you start to disassociate yourself with the words, um, it's going to be easier to just shut them out completely because souls don't speak in human words. And um, when I meditate, I uh, tap into my soul um, and I identify with that, like as I'm conscious and as I'm like at a lesser state of consciousness and uh, all souls love all other souls and uh, all souls are one with one another as well. So um, I can go wherever I want when I close my eyes and I've been practicing for a long time and it's 
uh, something that I encourage everyone to to try at least for some time. But um, it's a practice, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And it's not and 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 a commitment, right? To say, okay, I'm going to commit to this for an X period of time, so that you can start to get into that to give yourself grace as you're. Um, as you're hearing the voices telling you you're doing it wrong and then quiet learning how to quiet that and know that that's part of it. Like everybody starts somewhere. It's like, if you're going to ride a bike, you don't start knowing how to ride the bike. Right. Um, anybody can access meditation, but in any given moment and that awareness is available to us, but sometimes it takes longer to, you know, or, um, it, it's a practice and not every day is the same. Some days you may feel more distracted and have to, get, to give yourself more grace, right? Um, so, and so I, I love all of this, and this has been such a fun conversation. Um, I'm curious what in from the because this is soul inspiring business too. So, from a business practicum, how do you? Um, what are you doing right now as your dreaming and visualizing into what next year is going to bring and what you want to create for the next one, three, five years. What does some of that look like for you? Because I, I'm also pretty flow in terms of, you know, allowing myself grace to have inspired ideas, but then there's also the other side that's like, there has to be some type of system or structure that we're flowing with too. Right. So how do you balance those two worlds? Um, so balancing professional and not professional or, or balancing the, um, the business side, the practicum of business, which requires some type of structure or, you know, team structure and, and then allowing flow to also be part of that. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm not only a hippie. I'm also a very mathematical minded hippie. We're a badass entrepreneur. Let's be real. Right. So anybody that's listening, like, I mean, I think that's, what's cool about this conversation is you are a, like you're a killer business entrepreneur, real estate guru. Right. But you also are all these other things. And like you said that, you know, it's the whole being, but I think if, if to let people know, yes, you're a badass entrepreneur. And you are deeply connected spiritually and at a soul level to the world and to your business. So how does that all play out for you? So, how do you balance um, both of those? So, so, so my mind is, so I, I have um, ADHD, but my mind is also um, very mathematical. So I create all my own systems from scratch. I've never used the CRM that anyone else uses. I have my own CRM for um, my database. I have my workflow. I have my accountability. Um, I eat the same meals every week. I shop the same grocery store. I um, do a lot of things systematically because um, that's what keeps me healthy and moving forward. And um, that's what I know I need with the the way that my mind works. Um, Because if I were to allow myself to flow as freely in my business as I do, um, my my, like healing or my um, spiritual, uh, um, you know, embodiments, um, I fall on my flat on my face because I wouldn't want to sell people houses, right? 
I'd want to call them and give them a hug and heal their their souls, right? So it's like, okay, cool. Well, and that's why I say I'm not a realtor. Like I'm a realtor um, in a sense where I am a licensed agent and I believe I'm the best agent for every job because I show up with more commitment, more intention. My systems are very uh, flowmatic. They don't let anything sip, slip through the cracks. And I allow my um, agents to track my work alongside me because I have them on Excel spreadsheets. So I'm like, yo, you can follow along too. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't skip a beat, but um, I've, um, I've, I've, I've committed to my craft and um, I've learned everything that, um, I, not everything, but I, I'm, I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly evolving, and that's I think what is it, one of the coolest things about being uh, with Real is we're learning together. Like there's agents from all 50 states, so we're getting perspectives from all over the place. Before before I, I feel like anyone else in my market learns and hears certain things. Like we've been doing it for 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 a couple months, and um, I think um, it's just the, the the one real collaboration is so insanely powerful. Uh, so I keep myself. Um, systematic when it comes to my workflow but um the reason i'm able to commit to it as heavily as i do is because i love people and care about their fulfillment and care about their you know uh their families and the future that they're going to have um in the home that we like manifest for them so yeah um, so yeah so i hope that answered your question <laughs> yeah no i think it's important to know that we that i think the marriage of business and soul, I think that's kind of the, like, the idea that I, that I think both of you carry with us, right, is that how do we, um, you can be really intentional in your business and very systematic, but then also allowing flow to flow through the business so that you can create inspiration. So it's like you do this, and I would say, like, healing spiritual work in the morning. Some people call it mindset, but I think it's so much deeper than that, right? So we have our this piece of us that exists and that we feed, but then you show up and do the work for the people that you're meant to serve in each moment. So you can, and there's systems and business that go along with that and they can all be one, right? It's not, and I think that's what I took from your message too, is that yes, you have a system, you have systems that you're using to serve people at a high level. And, but let's also allow ourselves to be in the moment, be present for people, allow flow creativity to inspire what we're doing. It's like having a framework and then giving yourself the ability to flow through the framework. Yes, <laughs> having sense. a framework, but also having, you know, ha having surrendered to uh, not being uh, tied up to circumstances or not being tied up to what is because, um, you know, it's 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 a the industry. It's like hard to get caught up in the emotions and the all of the things that are, you know, there. But um, something that you um, when you were talking, you, you reminded me. So I'm locked in. So when I'm at work, I'm locked into work. When I'm off work, I'm locked into being when I'm with my girls, I'm locked into being a dad with them. So I lock into the the moments and when i'm at work i'm all in with work so i'm not just like kind of like 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 staring up at the stars and you know floating around like like i am right now on this call with you <laughs> <laughs> right uh, and, yeah uh, one of my one of my uh one of my friends over here when we were at real when we were at rise and i'm sitting there like dancing at the party she's like laughing she's like oh my god she's like i just i just learned something she's like 
you are always on, huh? I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, she's like, that's why I didn't like you when I first met you because you were so locked into your work, your work vibe. And now you're locked into this weird party dance mode guy. I'm just like, yo, I'm always locked in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, right. Like being totally present with everything, with how you're showing up to everything you're doing in each moment. Right. Yes. Yeah. And being present in that. And then that's what allows, I think, also for the ideas to flow when you're totally present in each moment, because then you're open to receiving in each moment as you're doing and totally present. Because the more presence we have, I think the more we're open to receiving in that moment. When we carry into agenda or um, a fixed idea of how something's gonna go, um, then sometimes that can um, detach us from a bigger possibility. Did I say that right? <laughs> of course you did. Maybe. <laughs> um, well, this has been an awesome conversation. I really appreciate you, and um, I'm excited that we got to know each other and make this happen as we were meant to and look forward to following your journey and staying connected through it all. Um, And any just last words um, for our listeners, any, how can people get in touch with you? What are the best ways for people to find you? Because I'd love for people to learn more about you. Right now I'm on Instagram. It's Marty, um, M-A-R-T-Y underscore Reinhardt, R-I-N-E-H-A-R-T underscore vibe, B-I-B-E. And um, you can call me 224-355-9903 and you can call or text me anytime. Um, and um, yeah, just be, uh, be, on, be, on the, be on the lookout because um, I got some very exciting things that I'm bringing into existence in 2024 and beyond. But um, no, it's, um, it's very cool. Um, if, you, like, like, uh, if you pour into yourself and you elevate your intention and your vibration, um, you're going to pick up on the other uh, vibes that are, you know, around you, like Kara and I um, picked up on one another. And um, things are going to happen that are um, so beautiful and for you. So, um, you know, if you're somebody who's like we were saying, like, uh, you know, people are drained and exhausted and spinning their wheels and doing all this stuff. So if you are not taking care of yourself and pouring into other people's from a space of like depletion, um, you know, um, Stop doing that and rest and take care of yourself and pour into you and uh, elevate your vibration so that you can also inspire others and, you know, run into your tribe. So, um, I don't know. That's, I guess that's all I got to say about that, but, um, it's, um, healing is important. And I think, um, it's going to be something that is spoken more of in the, um, entrepreneurial space and the workplace because, um, so many people need it right now. And, um, yeah, it begins with taking care of yourself. So. Um, that's a a beautiful message and a great way to end it. I don't think I could have said it better. (laughs) So thank you so much again for being here. And it was just a real treat. Yo, thank you so much. And, um, hope, hope, uh, hope you have a blessed and beautiful day. You too. Loved being here with you today and would love to connect with you more over on Instagram. My handle is linked to the show notes, or you can just type in at Kara Chafin Donna Frio. And I have something special for you as a free gift, my dynamic life journal. This special book has the power to really help you live a soul inspired life. Go to freegiftfromkara.com. Easy to remember 
free gift from Kara.com. Until next time, beautiful people, sending all my love.